Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health, yeah. Uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions This rap shit I lick the niggas I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter product And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bothered So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson Wentz, Stefani Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen Welcome to episode 136 of Electrified I'm your host Eric Lyons Welcome to a very special edition of Electrified. First of all, this is a Wednesday. Here on a Wednesday, second episode this week. This is episode 136, and I'll be back again on Friday to close it out for episode 137. But this right here is a very special episode for me, ladies and gentlemen. This is the WrestleMania edition of Electrified. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Uh, my Edge Funko Pop dog came in yesterday, so I'm excited about that, just in time for Mania Week. Uh, we're going to talk all wrestling today, man. All wrestling, all WWE. Uh, we're going to take a sh- stroll, a couple strolls down memory lane. Uh, talk about some other things wrestling, re- WWE related. And then uh, I'll preview WrestleMania 37, which will be taking place this Saturday and Sunday night. And that'll be it for the today. Uh, so don't expect, I don't know, who, who knows how long the show will be today. But, you know, it's not like our normal format. So, I mean, you know, our normal day, you know. So it's going to be fun, more chill. I'm going to have a ball, man. So if you if you ever watch WWE or continue to watch WWE, this is going to be a great show. Uh, I'm going to tell some stories on here, by the way. I'm going to tell some stories. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, where should I start, why I love wrestling, okay, so this is why I love WWE, why I love wrestling, so I've been watching wrestling since probably between like the age of three, I want to say, um, I think my, you know, my first, one of my first Christmases, I got a WCW ring, um, I have a bunch of wrestling action figures upstairs in the attic, I've collected many WWE action figures. I've had almost any WWE set you can think of. Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, which was awful. Um, I had the Raw ring that counted. Um, I had the WrestleMania 21 set. I had the Raw set. Uh, What else did I have, man? Uh, Did I have money in a bank? I swear. I don't think I... Yeah, I did have money in a bank. I swear I had the money in the bank set. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I think I, I swear I did. But, yeah, man, I had a lot of WWE toys. Belts. had all the belts. All the belts. Uh, the Intercontinental title. I had the big gold uh, World Heavyweight title. The, uh, the Undisputed WWE title. Then, I, of course, you, had to, you know, I had to get the spinner belt when that dropped. Um, yeah, man, WWE has been a big part of my life, man. Big part of my life. I love wrestling. Love wrestling. I don't care, man. Wrestling outside with my friends, all that. You know, WWE has been big for me. My first show I ever attended was uh, I was five years old. This was 2004. Uh, my first show ever, I was up in the nosebleeds, of course. My parents finally, you know, they took me to a wrestling match. It was uh, the WrestleMania 20 tour. Like the, the 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 shows before, you know, there was it was a house show, by the way. It's a house show. So I saw the main event of WrestleMania 20 in person the week before. Of course, you know, not just like it went in WrestleMania 20, but I saw it 
remember it. Uh, great time for me. And then after that, every time WWE came to town here in Baltimore, I was there. I was there. I was there from the age of five and up. I was there. Um, you know, I was there when Jeff Hardy has celebrated his WWE title win. I was there for that. I was there when Batista celebrated his World Heavyweight title win. I think that was at Great American Bash. So he came in with the, uh, uh, you know, the red, white, and blue on and confetti. So I was there for two big celebrations. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else was I there for? No Way Out 2006. I was there. Undertaker versus Kurt. Um, I saw Edge and Chris Jericho on the steel cage match. That was uh, Extreme Rules 11. Um, TLC 2000, whatever that year uh, CM Punk was on that run. I was there for that. That uh, TLC match with him, Del Rio, and was it The Miz? Yeah, I was there for that. What else did I see live, man? That was big. Um, I've seen a lot of things, man. I've seen a lot of things. I'm, you know, blessed to say I've been able to see, you know, wrestlers who aren't here with us anymore. You know, Eddie Guerrero. Glad to see I got him perform a couple of times. Um, you know, guys who are retired now. I'm glad I got to see Triple H a bunch of times. So, um, Undertaker a handful of times. I'm glad I got to see Cena a bunch of times. Um, I, the last time I saw Cena, you know, down at the arena was a was a two three two years ago, two three years ago. It was um, a SmackDown holiday tour So yeah man House shows and live events I've been a part of a lot of them That have been here in Baltimore Definitely And you know from Ben going down there From five years old and up My first time on WWE television Was uh, The go home show SmackDown 2019 March 2019 So I was 20 at the time And um, Becky Lynch was talking She was giving a promo and they cut to the crowd, and I felt it. I knew it. I looked up at the big boy. I said, bro, we were on TV. We were on TV. I got home, checked the DVR, and boom, there I was. I knew it, bro. I knew it. So after that, what, 15 years, I finally got it. Man. I finally got it. Finally got it. So, yeah, man. So shout out to my mom and dad, for, especially my mom, for always making sure I got down there regardless. And I always had great seats. Always. Uh, I'm sorry for getting a little mushy with you guys, man. But um, you know, this this is something I love to talk about. You know, I rarely get to talk about WWE on the show because you know we're a serious sports show. We don't talk sports entertainment. WWE, what? No, sorry. But no, for real. If you know me or follow me on social media, you know I love WWE. That's why I was glad that Sean and Warner brought me on to talk uh, WrestleMania on their show on Monday. So that was cool. So, speaking of WrestleMania, I want to give you guys my top 10 WrestleManias of all, not of all time. Here we go. This is where things are going to get tricky. So, the list starts at WrestleMania 20, meaning for me, you know, from 20 and up. Yes, I know there are years of WrestleMania history that will be missing from my list. This list is based on manias that I watch live with my own two eyes. Not manias I went back and watched. My list is based solely on manias that I have a first-hand account of. With that being said, when I was five years old, my parents ordered me WrestleMania 20. That was my first one, and I haven't missed the mania since. Every Sunday, WrestleMania, I was right there in front of the TV. So this list, 20 and up, 2004 and up. Yes, I know. 
I know the Attitude Era had great ones. I know WrestleMania 19, one of my favorite WrestleManias. I know, I know. You don't. We don't have to do this. I know, but it's my list, and when you think about it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I wasn't there to see Razor versus HBK, Andre versus uh, Hogan, um, Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man, Steamboat versus Macho. I wasn't there. I can't. I can't have feelings with towards those. I've, I've watched them, appreciate them. They're goaded. But these WrestleManias that are on my list, these 10, I have a connection with because I saw them with my own two eyes. You guys can understand where I'm coming from. So let's get into the list. Number 10, WrestleMania 33. WrestleMania 33. First of all, man, WrestleMania 33, the thrill ride, right? One of the best sets they've ever had. Oh, my goodness. The stage, the, the, uh, the ramp was super long, by the way. Cena ran all the way down it. The ramp was super long. And they had the roller coaster, like a real live roller coaster, and that was great. That was great. The color scheme, everything was great about that. Uh, we had the Hardy Boys returned, big pop, big pop right there. Um, that was great. You know, nobody thought they were coming, and you know, we kind of had a hunch, but we didn't know when, how, where. Boom! Here they are in a tag team title ladder match, and they win. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, let's see what else do we have going? Oh, we have Sasha versus Charlotte versus Bailey triple threat match. Um, just you know, further cementing the the women's revolution into you know WrestleMania history. That's just that was just big right there. Um, we had Brock versus Goldberg's apology match. Man, Brock and Goldberg they let us down at WrestleMania 20. We know that they let us down. And then Survivor Series, we got the quick win at Survivor Series that um. The previous year in 2017 No, 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 that was 2016, right Then, you know, Wrestlemania 20 uh, Wrestlemania 33 in 2017 They they went at it again And it was all finishing moves They put each other through the Yo, yeah, I appreciated that I did, I definitely appreciated that one It was physical It was what we what we wanted it to be And, it, you know, it was what it was Um, And then we had Taker's post-match that all had us in our fields. You know, granted, the match with Roman wasn't the Taker's best outing. And, you know, we all thought it was over. And it wasn't. Unfortunately, he would not stop. But, yeah, man, WrestleMania 33 is number 10. Starting off the list. Number 9. WrestleMania 35. Kofi Mania, man. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's really much to say about that that hasn't already been said. That was probably... The best story, <sighs> in a long time, man, it was just like, as a black kid, you know, not seeing a black WWE champion, it never really dawned on me like that until I got older, and... I think I, I think I mentioned this on the show. I think I, when when the Kofi after Kofi won at WrestleMania, I think I you know I gave him the cover of the episode, and I think I talked about it because I was just like thinking about you know black superstars who have came before him, and I think about Booker T. You know Booker T was the man, five time, five time, five time in WCW. 
He comes to WWE, still good, still still serious book, still you know hilarious, but you know keeping his character right. Goes up against Triple H at WrestleMania um, 19, right? Yeah, WrestleMania 19. That storyline was you know teetering on the line of racism, racist, you know. Storyline, you know, with the promos that Triple H cut, a couple of the commentary, you know, stuff like that. And for Booker T to lose that match at WrestleMania 19, it was just like, okay, all right. And then he doesn't get the World Heavyweight, heavyweight title until he's King Booker, until he's, you know, acting a fool, not himself. And, you know, it looks away. So to see Kofi. Win the WWE title on his own terms With his own people With the New Day by his side Did it his own way And and was you know Naturally pulled into a situation That just snowballed in something that was bigger than him Kofi Mania was huge man It, it, it was like it, it had me on the edge of my seat You know starting at the Elimination Chamber The Gauntlet match Like what? Yeah, I felt that. And then being there at the go-home show for SmackDown and just feeling that energy, everybody just sweat the contract signing, like, yo, let's do this. And then for him to finally get it at WrestleMania 35, you know, brought tears to my eyes. I was just happy to see that. Happy to see that. You know, and I think about that video of, you know, God rest his soul, man, Shad Gaspar and MVP crying, watching it happen live. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big thing at WrestleMania 35. Um, Batista's retirement. His last match against Triple H. That was great. Good way to send him off. His entrance was fire, even though he tripped. Um, and one of the guys that was in the security detail <laughs> tripped as well. But that was cool. Um, the women's main event, Becky Lynch, uh, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, just advancing the women's revolution. And the entrances were fire. Um, Randy versus AJ. That was there. That was a great match. And we got the return of the Doctor of Thugonomics. Come on, people. Come on, man. The doctor was in the house, man. I got I got the Funko Pop. I'm looking right at it. That in, the, um that was from that WrestleMania that inspired this Funko Pop, man. Come on. The Doctor came out with the, the lights went out. And then, the um you know, we didn't know if it was The Undertaker or not. But when I saw that film plan and it was the great Bambino, I already knew who it was. But I didn't know it was going to be that scene. I didn't know we was getting the bars. And, you know, I didn't know we was getting the FU. And, you know, I didn't think we was going to get that. And we did. So that was great. That was great. And, of course, you know, Brock, I think Brock and Seth started the night off, right? I didn't even think Brock was going to drop the belt, but he did. So, yeah, WrestleMania 35, great WrestleMania. Number eight. WrestleMania 22. WrestleMania 22. We have Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon, which was pure madness. Remember, uh, Vince's head was in a trash can. Um, we had Taker versus Mark Henry in a casket match. That was nuts. Um, Rey Mysterio did it for Eddie. Beat Randy Orton and Kurt Angle. And the triple threat match become the world heavyweight champion after losing. I mean, excuse me, after winning the Royal Rumble that year. So that was big. And uh, we had Triple H versus John Cena in the main event for the WWE title. Um, this was like, you know, the the beginning of the Cena regime, sort of, kind of. Not, not so much, I'm not going to give it away. 
What I'm saying is that's you know that we were in the midst of the John Cena era at WrestleMania, right? Because he, you know, Triple H put him over big right there in Chicago, and they were, bro, they were. That was I think that was like probably the first time I saw a crowd turn on Cena like that. That was crazy. That was crazy. And then Edge and McFoley. I was watching that um, Untold earlier yesterday. <sighs> Damn near killed each other, man. And that, uh, uh, what was the kind of match? It was a hardcore match, right? Yeah. Remember the table was on fire. It was blood everywhere. Yeah. Nuts. Insane. Insane. Number seven. WrestleMania 31. Underrated WrestleMania, by the way. Kid Ink was there. Okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't think that was a selling point. But Taker returned, faced Bray Wyatt. You know, that was a good match. Um, we had Sting make his WrestleMania debut in his last WrestleMania match. And that ended up being WCW versus WWE. I think that was cool to see Sting back in the ring and, you know, his first time at the grandest stage of them all. But the thing that disappointed me was that match was during the daytime. I think that both Sting and Triple H's entrances were hindered by the daylight. I think that that um, Terminator entrance that Triple H had. Would have looked way better at nighttime. I think that um, obviously Sting's entrance is a is a dark arena type, you know, eerie with the with the lightning and the black. Yo, it's like you know very similar to the Undertaker, of course. So for that match to be early, I think that threw me off. I didn't like that. I was upset about that. And I really didn't like Sting's entrance with the with the uh, the drums, and I I didn't ex- I just I didn't like that. But I, I enjoyed the match, and you know the whole NWO DX. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Randy Orton's greatest RKO was at WrestleMania 31. You know we talk about the Evan Bourne one. Um, there's a couple RKOs, but I, in my opinion, Randy Orton's reversal of the curb stomp, and you know. Like back Dropping Seth Rollins Into the sky And then Bringing him down For the RKO Greatest finish With the RKO I've ever seen And then Later that night Brock and Roman Went to war That match was going Very well It was a physical match I liked it You know That's where we got Suplex City bitch That's (laughs) That's where I got Introduced that And That was a war And then Seth Rollins Pulled the heist Of the century With the cash in of the money in the bank. That was great. I think that was like one of the last times I had friends over. No, 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 no. Last time I had friends over like that for WrestleMania. And had like a WrestleMania party. It was WrestleMania 32. So yeah, the year after that. But I did have a WrestleMania party uh, for WrestleMania 31. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. Um, Let's see. WrestleMania 30. <sighs> Unfortunately. The match that made this WrestleMania even get on the list was the the end of the streak. I think that the end of the streak at WrestleMania was so big. I mean, it was big, obviously, for so many reasons. It's The Undertaker. He's undefeated. He was undefeated at WrestleMania. That was something that we never thought would happen. Never thought that would happen. But going into that WrestleMania, I had a bad feeling, man. I had a bad feeling. I had a bad feeling at the contract signing. 
I was just like, yo, I just don't see it. Like, looking at The Undertaker, I'm looking at it not even through booking or, like, you know, with my wrestling eyes. I'm looking at it with my real-life eyes. Like, yo, Brock just had this, you know, Brock was on the beginning of his tear. And he's back. And if you're supposed to be building him up to be this killer that he is, he's got to he's got to do this. He has to do this. I'm looking at Undertaker. He's at the end of his rope. This has to be this has to be what it's supposed to be. Brock has to dominate and win this match. And that's what ended up happening. Um, you know, we all know the story of the concussion that Undertaker suffered. We watched the suplexes. We watched the F5s. Um, but we just, it, it was hard to believe that the ref counted one, two, three. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a mistake. I'm just like, all right, somebody's going to come out here and be like, no, restart the match. And Undertaker's going, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Silence. Streak's over. Streak is over. But, you know, that was necessary. You know, a lot of people were against it. I was. To a certain extent, but I got I understood it, man. Who else but Brock at that time? At that time, that made the most sense. Brock is supposed to be the most dominative guy, dominant guy in the company, and that's what it is. That's what it was. And then Brock, you know, would go on to become the champion multiple times. All Brock did was what Brock was doing on his first run with the company, kicking ass. And looking good while doing it. Like, bro, it, it is what it is. It's Brock, man. You know, The Rock got a taste of that and then he went to Hollywood. So this was believable. I think if anybody else broke the streak, it wouldn't have been believable. If CM Punk would have broke the streak, it wouldn't have been believable. You know? Like, it, it took for somebody, a real live killer like Brock, to, to break the streak for me to be like, damn, it's, it's really over. You know? It's really over. So let's get into the top five. Or should I say the bottom five? WrestleMania 25. <laughs> one of the best money in the bank matches ever. Um, one thing about the money in the bank match. I miss when that was a WrestleMania thing, man. I miss when that was WrestleMania exclusive before they made it into a goddamn gimmick pay-per-view. Man, the money in the bank match was something that I look forward to. You know, leading up to it, guys, we have the qualifying match. And the Money in the Bank match was something where guys who weren't, you know, in the one-on-ones got to do it without some big Royal Rumble battle royal. No, you're going to put eight guys in here. They're on a WrestleMania card, and they're going to they're gonna make a WrestleMania moment. We've seen guys, CM Punk, um, Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy, um, who else, man? John Morrison. Guys like that make WrestleMania moments in that match. So the Money in the Bank match, kids, listen, it used to have big significance, man. I'm telling you, bigger than what it is now. Um, you know, this, this is how Edge got his big kickstart. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, Matt versus Jeff Hardy. You know, that was crazy. That that, that whole buildup was nuts. You know, remember when um, with the Jeff had the firework incident? The car accident. Yeah, Matt was being a damn terrible person leading up to that. He had his new gear and his little little jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, the triple threat match was Cena, Edge, and Vic, Big Show. Cena's entrance that year was crazy. He did the whole um, 
Like Eminem did at the VMAs with all the John Cena's. Yeah, H, uh, Triple H versus Randy Orton for the WWE title was great. But I mean, oh yeah, Y2J versus all the legends and Mickey Rourke, man, what a time that was. But I mean, we all know what what match was on here that 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 carried it and put it on this list, man. Taker versus um Shawn Michaels won at WrestleMania 25. I mean, that was one of the the best matches I've ever seen, especially from the Undertaker. Um, you know, that was one of the you know one of the last times we saw him fly out of the out of the ring. If kids, once again. If if you missed it, you missed Prime Taker. Taker used to fly, man. He would just launch himself from damn near half court. When I say half court, you know maybe the free throw line. Like that's how far he was jumping. Like it looked like he was leaping from the center of the ring and just suicide diving out of the ring. And that is a big man. And he was flying, man. He wasn't just clearing the ropes. No, he was clearing the ropes. Like you have to see it, man. It was great, and that was the time, you know, Sean pushed the cameraman, and yeah, nuts. Thought Taker was gone, man. Thought we lost him. So, yeah, WrestleMania 25 comes in at number five, and number four, man, WrestleMania 24, once again, Money in the Bank match was on there, on this card. Um, we had the Triple Threat match with Cena, Orton, and Triple, Th- Triple H. Um, that was good. Oh, man, Floyd versus The Big Show. Floyd Mayweather, man. My Uncle Floyd was at WrestleMania, dog. Uncle Floyd was at WrestleMania, dog. Like, come on. Come on, what else do I have to say? Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers was on the soundtrack. Hey, yo, Snow. If you don't know, you, you need to go check that out. Great great song, by the way. Great, and it fit the soundtrack that season, that year. That fit at WrestleMania. And um, Taker versus Edge, man. That finished with the Edge, edge Heads and then Edge Spear Taker. And, and Taker puts him in the triangle choke. Yeah, yeah, and Edge tapped out and Taker won the title. Yeah, fire, fire. Number three, WrestleMania 28. We had the end of an era. This is the match. I will go to my grave saying that The Undertaker should have retired after WrestleMania 28. Going off into the sunset after beating Triple H, you know, you closed. That was a, what, one, two, three, four, what, four-year program. Four-year program. Yeah, two with Shawn Michaels and two with Triple H. That was your third one against Triple H all, you know, all in all, but two in a row. You finish it in Hell in a Cell. You go out on top with two guys that you came up with. That should have been it. Taker should have never wrestled another match again. WrestleMania 28, you leave, the streak's intact, your legacy's intact. That's just a beautiful send-off, but no. Vince wouldn't stop calling him. Wouldn't stop calling him. Um, we had Punk versus uh, CM Punk versus um uh, Chris Jericho for the WWE title. I think no, that wasn't Punk's last WrestleMania. That was his last meaningful WrestleMania. I'll say because WrestleMania 29. You know, even though I loved him coming out with the cult um with colors with the cult um and living color with the cult of personality, the great entrance, great entrance. But, you know, going up against Taker, we already knew he wasn't going to win. We knew. I didn't think he was going to end the streak. But um, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, Sheamus' quick title win over Daniel Bryan, man. He kicked him, gave him a bro kick, and that was it. That was it for him. That was it. It was over. It was over. Wait. Speaking of Daniel Bryan, I forgot to mention uh, also what WrestleMania 30, man, the Yes Movement. Forgot about that. Forgot about the Yes Movement. And Cena versus Bray. 
Yeah, man. WrestleMania 30 was fire, but that was number six. Um, so now, getting into the last two. Number two, WrestleMania 21. One of my favorite WrestleManias. It's the coming out party for Batista. You know, he's out of the evolution. He's got his own theme song now. And, you know, he finally, you know, he, he beats Triple H, takes the World Heavyweight title from him, and, you know, begins his reign, steps out on his own. But, you know, John Cena beating um, JBL at WrestleMania 21, I remember that build up. I was so excited for that match. I was so happy for Cena. Even as a freaking kid, I remember rushing home. My mom and my aunt would have me at the mall late on a Friday night. Like, no, SmackDown is on. I get home at 9 50. I'll never forget this. Last 10 minutes. Um, I think this was like the Friday, the go home show. I remember Cena with the uh, pouring the water and JBL's hat dumping on him because they couldn't hit each other. Um, I remember, you know, spraying the, the limo. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man, that buildup was good. And then Cena captures the WWE title. He jumps in the crowd, and then he goes on to make that the spinner belt, and then the John Cena dynasty begins. So that was big. That was big. Um, Kurt versus Shawn Michaels is one of the greatest matches of all time. Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle's put on, Kurt Angle put on a freaking clinic at WrestleMania 21. If you've never seen that match, Go watch it, and if you have, go watch it again. Go watch it again. Um, we had the first ever Money in the Bank match. So you look at this WrestleMania 21 deeper than you know what I've already said. Edge wins the Money in the Bank. First time ever. John Cena wins his first ever WWE title. Fast forward some months later, we're in January now. Edge cashes in the money in the bank to beat John Cena to win his first WWE title. Like, wow. Come on, man. Come on. I love this, man. I love this. Um, Taker versus Randy Orton, man. That was just... that. I, just, uh, the Undertaker and Randy Orton's feud is probably my favorite feud of the Undertaker's. I think that Undertaker's, I want to say, 2004 to 2007 run is extremely underrated. Because 04, you know, he's going at it with JBL, Booker T, Eddie. You know, he's in that foursome for the WWE title. Then 05, he's got a damn near two year and a half program with Randy and then you get into 06 you know with Batista Mark Henry the great colleagues yo bro Undertaker was working so I'm looking at WrestleMania 25 and you know that build up and then what would follow after that with him and Randy you got to watch um that untold too about their feud and everything but yeah man Taker versus um Randy was a great match you know Randy with the with the signaling for the tombstone and the reverse RKO, the reverse tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Fire. Now, the greatest, this is number one. Number one, the greatest WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 20. Take it returns 
for Kane as the dead man with Paul Heyman. Wow. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. Let me start this over, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't Paul Heyman. It was Paul Bearer. Let me start it over. (laughs) The greatest WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 20. Both of the Raw and SmackDown tag team title matches were crazy. Taker returns as the dead man with Paul Bearer to go against Kane after Kane buried him alive. Fire. John Cena's come out party versus the big show. He wins the U.S. title. The crowd giving Brock and Goldberg what they deserve. The Rock and Mick Foley come back to take on Evolution. Eddie versus Kurt. And then we have the greatest triple threat match ever and the greatest closing moment ever. All outside things aside. WrestleMania 20 at the Garden is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Period. And that's my top 10, ladies and gentlemen. That's my top 10. I don't think that's a bad top 10. I don't. You guys can tell me what you think, though. But I don't think that's a bad top 10. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So let's do another list. Another another list. My top five WrestleMania interests. Now this right here, I extended. I extended this one. You know, to all WrestleManias. And I combed through some entrances. And this miss my this list might surprise some people. But number five. This is very underrated. Razor Ramon at WrestleMania ten. So, you know, Razor Ramon took on Shawn Michaels for the WWF title. At WrestleMania 10. And. It was a ladder match. So Razor comes out. Before he comes out. The music hits. There's this yellow light. This smoke. And it's like. You know. You can't see anything. It's it's like real Miami. South Beach. Scarface type energy. Like. And then here comes Razor. Just like a big shadow. Pop out. And then the chains, his gold chains matched his gold vest. And then he went under the ladder. And we know that's bad luck, but he didn't care. He just so yo, Yeah. Yeah, underrated, man. It was simple. It was simple and it was giving. It was giving what the, what the people needed to see. Giving us exactly what we needed to see. So that's number five. So number four, oddly enough, Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania. 12 this was the zip line this is when he came down from the zip line it was high risk high reward he came in over the cloud i mean excuse me he came in over the crowd like a goddamn wrestling fairy so yeah i don't know man if you've never seen that one you probably have in like a wrestlemania montage yeah that was fire that was fire number three triple h at wrestlemania 21 you can't you cannot go wrong with Motorhead, man. You cannot RP limit. You cannot go wrong with Motorhead Live. And it was better than the time he brought them out for WrestleMania 17. He came up through the stage and he was on stage with them and he had the big gold belt that completed it for me. It's like, yo, he's the man, he's the champ, he's like he's got his own band and they're here. Yeah. Yeah, that was fire. Now, also at WrestleMania 21, we talked about this match earlier. But this entrance, The Undertaker, number two, The Undertaker. Taker has had some of the best WrestleMania entrances ever, but this was the coldest. Dog, I thought he was floating. 
If you've never seen the entrance, go look it up on YouTube. He was just gliding to the ring. Now, we all know it was a conveyor belt, but at that time in 2005, six-year-old me didn't know. Didn't have a clue. Thought he was floating. Thought he was floating to the ring because what the hell? The camera angles, um, the smoke, you couldn't see a damn thing. He looked like he was gliding to the ring. Wow. Just wow, man. Blew my mind. Number one. John Cena's entrance at WrestleMania 32 in Chicago, the fit, the big black mink, the black cap, the Tommy gun reveal, and then the hustle, loyalty, respect, the black tee, the black pa- the black shorts, the black knee pads, the black shoes, the black armbands. It was fire. The Tommy gun shot it in the air. You can't forget about the cars. The Chicago uh, Gangster intro, um, I forgot who it was, man. It was just insane. Best WrestleMania entrance ever. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. That was, uh, and nobody else could have pulled it off besides John Cena, man. Nobody else had had has the swag like that, man. Nobody, nobody, nobody. I'm telling you. So that's my top five WrestleMania entrances of all time, man. So. Now that we walk down memory lane, let's get into this weekend, and I'll get you guys out of here. So, night one. Let me hold on. First, let me look to see what's going on because I don't. I haven't really. It's you know, it's two nights, which I'm glad. I like that it's two nights now. I think the days of people sitting through a six, a five, six, seven hour event, they're long gone. And especially they plan to have fans and we know COVID's still there. So, you know, you get two nights, two separate groups. Don't got to fill the stadium up to capacity. But I would like to say I'm happy that we're getting WrestleMania in Tampa. We've already seen some of the construction for the set. They're going with the pirate theme. You know, I'm excited to see the entrances. I'm excited to hear the crowd. It's going to feel like wrestling again. Um... With all due respect to the Thunderdome, but I just need the energy back. I need the energy back. Just for if it's just for this weekend, man, because I know we're going back to the Thunderdome on Monday. But just just give it to me this weekend, man. Happy to have it back. But um Yeah, so let's let's see what the night one card is looking like. Because you know all the cards can change. But um I don't know what's the main event looking like. Oh, did they decide? Allegedly. Okay, let's see. Full card right here. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania. Okay, so we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I think I'm rolling with Cesaro on that one. And Cesaro, this is his first WrestleMania singles match, by the way. Um, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and with John Morrison. So this is a singles match. Bad Bunny, man, let me tell you something, man. Bad Bunny, I love Bad Bunny's music, by the way. I've been a Bad Bunny fan for a couple years now. Bad Bunny is having a ball. Like, he's actually enjoying himself. We've seen celebrities mix in with the wrestling, you know, business and, and give it a try. But Bad Bunny is doing a great job, man. I can't wait to see him in action on Saturday night, man. I'm excited for that. I really am. I hope he wins. I really, I really hope he wins. Um, I could care less about Braun Strowman or Shane McMahon. We're gonna skip over that one. Um, 
We got the New Day taking on um, AJ Styles and Almost. Is that how you Almost? I think that's how I'm pronouncing it. I'm rolling with the New Day. I, even though I feel like they they shouldn't have the titles, I, but you know now seeing what happened with the uh, the hurt business, I guess now I understand why they have the titles. Um, what else is going on on night one? What? Oh wow, the WWE Championship match is night one. I hope that doesn't main event, man. I hope that doesn't main event, bro. I hope that does not main event, man. I don't. I don't because listen. I'm I'm personally I'm not that excited for Bobby versus uh Drew, but I hope Bobby wins. There's no reason he shouldn't. Why would you take the belt off of him now when you're trying to build him up to be what you know what you want him to be, right? But other than Drew calling Bobby a bald head, what do you call him a bald head bitch? Is that what he said? Other than that, I'm not really too intrigued. Now Sasha and Bianca, I'm intrigued beyond measures. I just want to everyone to think about what the WWE rules and WrestleMania main event rules have always been. If you win the Royal Rumble, you're guaranteed a, a, a main event match at WrestleMania. When did those rules stop applying? I don't know. But Bianca and Sasha should definitely main event night one. What the hell? Come on. Two black women main event in WrestleMania? Come on. Let's do this. Come on, man. Let's do this. Don't 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 rob me of that. Don't rob me of that. And I'm rolling with Bianca. The hell? The EST. The best. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Night one. So that's it for night one. Let's see night two. Night two. WrestleMania 37. What we got going on, man? Night two. Okay, so that was night one. Come on, man. Give me night two. Okay. Night two. So we have Roman versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. I'm actually excited for this match. Um, uh, uh, you know, these are three guys. Roman comes back from Luke, uh, from cancer. Edge comes back from a career-ending injury. Daniel comes back from a career-ending injury. It doesn't get better than that. We got the comeback kids in this match. We got the Spears. The yes, I, I'm excited for it. I, I, I didn't want... Daniel in the match, but I think that, you know, adding Daniel's style of wrestling into this matchup would only make it better. Um, I'm excited to see it. I don't think Edge walks away with the title, though. I think that Roman retains. I think Roman retains. I think it's going to be a good match, but I think Roman retains, and that's another one that should main event the card. Um, Edge, it's Edge. He won the Royal Rumble. It's a title match. I I don't see why that wouldn't main event for the Universal title. Uh, We got Asuka. Versus Rhea Ripley. This is a I think I briefly mentioned this. I talked about this on Monday over on Sean and uh, Warner's show, Sports Headlines. And I just, this build up, literally, they just threw this match together. I'm not interested. I'm not intrigued. Poor Asuka has had the belt for how long and hasn't really defended it. She's just been sitting there with it. The match, oh my goodness, the match is going to steal the show. Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title. I think Apollo Crews wins. But they put on a hell of a, a hell of a clinic at Fastlane, and I think they repeat that here at WrestleMania on the Grand Stage with them all. Um, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn should be good. Um, Matt Riddle versus Sheamus, eh, I'm cool. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus the Street Profits, okay. 
Okay, what? When did Dolph Ziggler get a t- and Robert Roode get the titles? Where have I been? Really? That's crazy. Match I'm most excited for on night two, man, is The Fiend versus Randy Orton. This is the best build-up, the best storyline that's going on in WWE right now. I don't know what the hell is going to happen on Sunday, but, you know, we've seen Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania, but now we get The Fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. I'm excited to see what happens with him, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton. I don't know what's going to happen in that matchup. But I'm excited for WrestleMania, man. WrestleMania 37 this weekend in Tampa. Night 1 and Night 2 are this weekend. So I'll be tuned in. You know I will. You know I will. So that's all I got for you guys, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to episode 136 of Electrified. And I will be back on Friday for episode 137 So for the first time in Electrified History You're getting three episodes in one week I've finally gotten able to do it I'm excited about it So thank you guys for tuning in Shout out to Stadium Scene TV Thank you for the support Make sure you continue to retweet, like, subscribe Follow me on all social media um, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram All that good stuff And for the 136th time I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.